You know, we're in a series of gratitude. We're in a series, a sermon series on gratitude. And uh, the sermon series is called Thank You. But this afternoon, my message is called Thankful. Some of you might be thinking, Pastor Clinton doesn't know how to spell thankful. And that's absolutely fine. You know, it's absolutely fine. It's not about, it's not about, uh, like Pastor Alvin said, it's not about good spellings, it's about good theology. It's about good theology. You know, and you can look at it in two ways. When you're filled with the things of God, and when you allow the, the kingdom to come into every situation, you will constantly be thankful. And when you allow the kingdom of God, the will of God to come into every situation, your tank will always be full. I always say this, as much as you empty yourself, as much as you empty of yourself, that's how much room you give for God to fill you up. So if you want your tank to be full, in order for you to constantly be thankful, empty of yourself and allow God to fill you up. Empty of yourself and allow God to fill you up. You know, sometimes we think of gratitude as a spontaneous eruption of emotion. We think of gratitude as, as a spontaneous eruption of emotion that happens when something really good happens to us. Only when we get that job or we get that promotion or we get that salary increase or we get that business deal or we receive that healing. It's like that burst of emotion that because something good has happened to us and for us, we will be thankful. But gratitude is actually a lot more than that. Gratitude is actually a lot more than that. It is a discipline. It is a discipline. Something you make yourself do to bend your life in the right direction. If you are always grumpy throughout the week, throughout the month, throughout the months, and ultimately the entire year, if you are constantly grumpy and complaining and grumbling about this or that, I did not want this person to sit close to me today in church. I was expecting the other person to sit next to me. I did not want anyone to sit in this space because I wanted to keep my bag over here. You know, if you are constantly in that attitude of complaining, wherever you go, that will become your natural environment. That will become your natural environment because you will not know what it feels like or what it is to appreciate the things of God. You will, you will not know how to get in the right direction, how to go in the right direction. The Bible says the steps of the Lord, the steps of the righteous, sorry, the steps of the righteous are ordained by God. Wherever you go, your steps are ordained by God. But if you are constantly grumbling and you're not giving input for God, you're not, you're, not, you're not giving God any room for input or to direct you or to speak into your life, you will come to a dead end. You will constantly come to a dead end. 
But if you acknowledge God's hand over your life, and you know that in all things God is good, and he will make a way where there seems to be no way, as much as you don't see it, you will always head in the right direction because you are allowing your heart to not only trust God, but to be thankful along the journey as well. It is a discipline. We need, to make a, we need to make it a habit. We need to constantly know what it is to thank God every single day. And my, listen, let me say this. There is, no matter, how do I say that in the best way possible? There is no day yet, there is no day that you will get through. There is no day that you will get through that there won't be even, there won't be even one thing or at least one thing to thank God for. Don't come to me and say, no, that's not possible. It is. If you think it's not possible, that's the lie of the enemy. There's no day that you will go through where there's not at least one thing to thank God for. You know how I know? It's a proven fact. The fact that you open your eyes today morning. Oh, how did I not think of that? <laughs> Pastor's so funny sometimes. The fact that you open your eyes this morning is enough reason to thank God for today. And when you start your day by thanking God, it's like steps. Everything else will be taken care of. What do, you, what do I mean by saying everything else will be taken care of? You don't really know. I'm having a bad situation right now. When you start thanking God, when you start your day by thanking God, even that bad situation will allow your perspective to change and believe that this might be a bad situation right now, but there's nothing that my God can't take care of. There's absolutely nothing that my God cannot take care of, so I am thankful. Oh, please, uh, you've been called into the general manager's room. Enter the general manager's room. I'm really sorry, you know, we're downsizing. We're downsizing and... Uh, we just want you to know that you've been laid off. You've been laid off, I'm really sorry. And to be honest, I wouldn't wish that on anybody in this church. I wouldn't wish that on anyone in part of my family. But you can get out of that room and you can be like, I started my, I started my day thanking God. What happened? Or you can get out of the room saying, I started my day thanking God. God, this door closed. I thank you for the opportunity. I thank you for the learning experience. I thank you for what I received over here. You close this door, you're going to open up many more doors for me. Amen. You know, sometimes all it takes is just a shift of mind and heart. Many a times we think we don't have what it takes, but that's a lie of the enemy. You've got what it takes because God put it on the inside of you. God did not create you to just walk around like a zombie. God created you. God created you as something beautiful. You are a masterpiece. Okay, you are a masterpiece. And God not only created you as a statue to just stand by or walk with nothing on the inside of you. He, he made you perfect inside out. Yes. 
He created you to be special. And, and in creating you, every person over here, he's put so much on the inside of you. Some things you, even, you, even, you, you, you haven't even tapped into. So don't say, I'm not as good as I think I am. That's a lie. When God created you, there is no duplicate. Even identical twins are not really identical. Because every person is unique. Every person has got gifts and talents that are completely different from people around. Gratitude is a discipline. I haven't even got to my first point. But it's okay, I feel God's doing something, I'll stay. It's not about points, it's not about going from point to point. It's about really saying what I really feel God wants to say. Gratitude is a discipline. You know, disciplines save us from being human ping pong balls. You know, disciplines save us from being human ping pong balls battered around by emotions, urges, circumstances, and desires. I really love, you know, I said, I, I used this verse last week. I'm using it again this week. I really love what Apostle Paul says. Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in some of the circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's what it says, right? What does it say? Give thanks in? Give thanks in? Give thanks in? All circumstances. How many of you have had a bad week? Oh, wow. Praise God. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Come on. Come on. I know those hands. Put those hands. Put those hands. Yeah. This is family. This is family. You had a bad week. And sometimes when things happen, I'm being, listen, okay, I'm not insensitive. I'm in the same boat as you. I have emotions, I have struggles, I have all of the, I, I go through the same things as you. I'm not being insensitive. And I know sometimes things happen where we, it's like we just don't know what to do. We just don't know what to do. We don't know how to process what has just happened. When you don't know, give thanks anyway. You're not saying, oh, thank God this happened. Not that way, okay? Not that, not, not that way. What I'm simply saying is, God, right now, I'm really hurting. I never really expected this. But I thank you, God, that you are with me. And if you are with me in this situation, I know that it's more than able to change. So what I ask right now is that you'd guard my heart and that through this process, there's something you want to teach me, there's something you want to show me, and I want to be open to it and be thankful. Give thanks and also, I mean, look at Paul, man. Paul, what a guy, yeah. what a guy. Sitting in the prison, chained to somebody. And he didn't say rejoice, rejoice. There was an enthusiasm, an excitement on the inside of him when he penned down, rejoice, rejoice. And again, I say rejoice. 
Jailer must have been thinking, what a crazy guy. He's chained to me over here and he's thinking, rejoice. But the jailer did not understand what was being done or what had been done, what was being done and what was yet to be done in Paul's heart. Which is why Paul was like, rejoice, give thanks, rejoice, pray continually. God, I just lost my job. Paul, it's okay. Paul, bro, it's cool. I'm in the jail. You're outside. I'm behind bars. You're outside bars. Come on, it's okay. Pray, pray, continue. Rejoice. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you. Paul doesn't say this is my will for you. This is God's will for you. And you need to understand that God's will is perfect. God's will is perfect. It would have been different if, if Paul said, this is my will for you. But God's will is perfect. And if God's will is perfect in your life, you can be rest assured that you can give thanks always, irrespective of how your situation is, and that it will turn out to be beautiful. Be thankful in all circumstances. Don't make the mistake of reserving gratitude for when you feel like it. If it's God's will that you give thanks, I just want us to explore why. You know, why does God want our lives to be shaped by gratitude? Does God like to be thanked? I assume and I really believe and I imagine that he does. Everybody likes to be thanked. Everybody likes to be thanked. You know, and last week I shared about the story, Luke 17, the 10 lepers who begged Jesus for healing in chapter 17, Luke chapter 17, and Jesus ordered them to show themselves to a priest so that their statuses as outcasts could be undone. And they went on their way, they were healed. Nine continued to go to the priest, just as Jesus told them to do. The 10th, a Samaritan came back praising God. He threw himself at Jesus' feet and thanked him. Jesus expressed surprise that only the non-Israelite thought to give thanks. You know, and I really think it's true that God wills us to be grateful because he loves us. Being thankful, being thankful is the best way to live. And Jesus wants us to live abundant lives. You know, gratitude focuses our attention on the positive. Gratitude always focuses our attention on the positive. You know, and very quickly, I just want to go through these points. The first thing I want to say is gratitude anchors us in the now. Gratitude anchors us in the now. I'm pretty sure, you know, 2020, 2021, we're really horrible, difficult years. And I've met a lot of people, I've spoken to a lot of people, I've had a lot of conversations where people are either looking or talking about backward or forward. People are either talking about the past or they're talking about the future. But Ecclesiastes 7.10 warns us, do not say why were the old days better than these for it is not wise to ask such questions. A lot of us, a lot of us spend time thinking about yesterday's victory, 
about last week's big about we 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 look back uh, talking and and thinking about last week's breakthrough that we forget and we lose focus we forget on what god is doing now we miss out on what god is doing now we miss out on what god we miss out on the breakthrough and the victory that god wants to give us now you know the israelites kept talking about previous battles that they won that they and and because of because of talking about previous battles that they won they were unable to look ahead and appreciate what god was doing in their present moment listen yesterday's victories are done it's finished praise god for them but god wants to give you a new victory today god wants you to conquer new battles today god wants to give you new breakthroughs today last week you had a major uh, a major you cracked a major deal in your business and it was phenomenal that was good for last week because god says he makes all things beautiful just in time that was good enough for last week and someone just call you up right now and it's half of what you received last week but because you're pondering so much on what you received last week no 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 i don't i don't want to accept this right now thank you very much i don't want to accept this right now and you hang up and then through the week through the weeks you're wondering no deal has come no deal has come god hasn't bought me a deal because you're pondering on the you're pondering on the breakthrough and the victory a couple of weeks ago that when the deal actually came god did not shut it down you did why because you were focused and you were relying on the previous week's breakthrough it might have not been as big as you would have expected it to be but every small thing and every big thing no matter how small or how big it could be god is more than able to give you breakthrough and victory every single day don't only look for the mountain moving miracles when god has caused you to conquer little hills along the way that's a good one right there is something that god is doing every day don't look at the past don't ask the old don't say last week's breakthrough was better than these another thing is another thing that we do is we another thing that, uh, another thing we do is look forward it's it's not a bad thing to look forward okay we talk about what things would be like once we get through this difficult time where we will travel what we will do who we will see and it it it's positive you know it's positive to hope for good things but it's even more powerful to give thanks for what we have today it's even more powerful to give thanks for what we have today we delay our own happiness by waiting for some future event but gratitude brings happiness into the present gratitude brings happiness into the present Paul says to be thankful in all circumstances not after Paul says be thankful in all circumstances not after this is God's will you know I haven't put this verse up on the screen but 
John 7.38 says, the, new, the NKJV version. Excuse me, I'm taking my famous water break. John 7.38 says, He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. He who believes in me, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. The first thing that God touches in order for you to trust him fully, in order for you to give your life to him in complete surrender, is your heart. When you fall in love with a, when you fall in love, when a guy falls in love with a girl, or when a girl falls in love with a guy, they don't say, my leg is yours. Huh? Huh? They don't say, my leg is yours. You know, this thumbnail is bigger than yours. This thumbnail, my thumbnail is yours. You know, I just love you. No, I want to give you my heart. We sing that song, Lord, I give you my heart. If the heart is not functioning, every part of your body will suffer. There's a reason why this verse says, out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. The heart is the place because of which you are alive. It's the organ because of which you are alive. And it says, out of your heart will flow rivers of living water. I said in the very beginning, as much as you empty of yourself, that's how much you give, that's how much room you give for God to fill you up. As much as you empty of yourself, as God fills you up, your heart will be full. And when you release, when you allow that living water to be released from your heart, when you are releasing something into the atmosphere from your heart, irrespective of irrespective of what your situation may be like, but when you are releasing something with your heart being full, you are actually releasing something into the supernatural. Just, just stay with me and hear this very clearly. When you are releasing something from your heart, irrespective of how your situation is, when your tank is full and you're releasing those living waters, you're actually releasing it into the supernatural Believing that a manifestation is going to take place in the supernatural and what you're releasing in the supernatural will manifest in the natural. Why? I'll tell you why. Because when you are releasing out of your heart gratitude and thankfulness into the supernatural, you are releasing it into an environment where you are saying, God, let your kingdom come. The Bible says, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So when you are releasing from your heart into the supernatural, what you are inviting actually is for the kingdom of God to come and touch your situation. You're inviting heaven to come and touch your situation. When you are releasing, you're actually saying, God, not my will, not my ability, but I trust you fully. 
I'm inviting your will into this present situation. I'm inviting your will into this job situation, into this breakthrough. I'm inviting your will. And when you choose to release those streams of living water from your heart, God, no matter what, I've tried and tried and tried, but it's not worth it. But I'm releasing, I'm releasing gratitude. I'm releasing thankfulness. And I believe, God, that as I release this and you hear this cry, heaven is going to touch earth. Heaven is going to touch my situation and I believe that because your will is perfect my situation is going to get better than it is right now in Jesus name we're just thinking you know we need to understand what scripture is saying we need to understand when you are when you are releasing things from your heart you're not just releasing gratitude you're allowing the kingdom of God to touch your situation right now where you are the Bible says, on earth as it is in heaven. In heaven, there are no problems. There's only joy, the presence of God. What you are doing, when you release, you're allowing heaven to church, you're allowing heaven to touch earth. You're allowing the joy of the Lord to transform your situation on earth. You're allowing the presence of God that is so evident in heaven to surround you here on the earth. And that's when you will see a manifestation in the natural of those living waters. Out of our hearts will flow rivers of living water. Gratitude brings peace. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, I really like what Lisa Apello says. When you can't sleep, don't count sheep. Count your blessings. How many of you grew up watching Sesame Street? Huh? You remember that character lying on his bed? One sheep, two sheep, three sheep, four sheep, five. That's how he used to fall asleep. When you can't sleep, don't count sheep, count your blessings. How do you count your blessings? You'll read Psalm 63 and you'll know what I'm talking about. David knew what it, when David, when David lay down to sleep, what he was reminded of was what God did for him through the day. And he started thanking God for it. When, try, try, try it. When you, start, when you start thanking God while you're laying on your bed in the night, trying to figure out how to sleep. Start thanking God, start praising God for the day. Trust me, you'll get good sleep. You will get good sleep. Gratitude creates joy. It is not joy that makes us grateful. It is gratefulness that brings joy. It is not joy that makes us grateful, but it is gratefulness that brings joy. Psalm 126 verses 1 to 3 says, When the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we were like those who dreamed. Our mouths were filled with laughter. Our tongues with songs of joy. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. You know, joy is not a destination. It is a journey. 
Joy is not a destination, it is a journey. Nehemiah reminded the people that the joy of the Lord is their strength. If you want more joy, build gratitude into your life in tangible ways. Tell people when they bless you. Talk about your blessings with others. You know, sometimes we sit in a meeting, please mind me, I mean, I'm so sorry, I've gone over, but sometimes we sit in a meeting with others and we tell someone, hey, share your testimony, share your testimony from what happened a couple of weeks ago. Hey, that was a couple of weeks ago, man. God hasn't done anything from then to now. You know what the Bible says? The, 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 the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Irrespective of even if God did it three years ago, when you testify of what God did in your life, you are prophesying not only in your situation, but you are prophesying in the environment to those who are present to listen. And that in itself brings joy. It reminds you of what God did back then. If God did it back then, he's more than able to do it now and from here onwards. Tell others about your blessings. Pause to pray and name God's blessings in your life. The last thing I want to say today is gratitude is part of our testimony. Gratitude is a part of our testimony. Psalm 105 one says, give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Make known. Gratitude is a part of our testimony. You know, we don't tell when somebody says, hey, tell me about your testimony. You know, I accepted God as my Lord and Savior. He wasn't as good as this guy. This guy had some radical transformation. I just said the sinner's prayer. It was a, no. Like I said, God did something in your heart that caused you to, that caused you to give your life to him. There's no bad testimony, by the way, okay? Every person's testimony is different. You might have not had, you might have not had that crazy encounter like somebody else. But that's not, it's not about, the, it's not about the, the, the outward encounter. It's what God has done on the inside for you that matters. Every, every story matters. Don't say it's not as great as this guy. No, no, no. God touched your heart. God touched his heart. Both were different and both matter. The way he did it, both were different, but both matter. Be grateful. It's part of our testimony. We need to share Jesus. We need to be excited and happy and thankful for who he is in our life. Again, Lisa Apello says, when we thank God openly and acknowledge what he's done for us, we proclaim a personal caring God to the world around us. We show that contentment and peace come not from what we have, but who we know. Who we know. You know, a Christian is someone who has decided to accept the gift of salvation offered to us through Christ Jesus and to live evermore, not for our glory, but for the glory of the Lord. The best way we can bring glory to our Creator is simply to give Him thanks at all times, in all circumstances, for all His blessings to all who will listen to all who will listen. You know, there's power when we are grateful. There's a power that comes from the kingdom of heaven when you are thankful. 
It's like what I said, out of your heart will flow rivers of, will flow rivers of living water. You might be in a desert experience right now. You might be going through a desert experience, but what you have on the inside of you, what God's put on the inside of you, what God's put in your heart is more than enough to allow, to allow rivers of living water to come forth. To allow rivers of living water to come forth. All eyes closed, please. If today you are having a struggle, like I mentioned last week, it's okay, I can pray every week, but if you are having a struggle with being thankful, with being grateful for the things around you, you want to, but there's something that's stopping you. Wherever you are, just raise your hand. All eyes closed, please. Wherever you are, just raise your hand. Great, thanks. You can put that hand down, please. God, I just pray for your children, God, who's, who've put up their hands. You know the struggle more than we do. You've seen the cry, you've seen the tears, but there's, not, there's no struggle that you cannot deal with. There's no, there's no problem to which you do not have a solution. And God, I just pray, Lord, that you break down every wall that's stopping them from giving you thanks from stopping them from entering their blessing and the breakthrough that you have placed before them. Today, Father God, I speak freedom in the name of Jesus, that you will break down anything and everything that's standing between them and you, that you would remove anything and everything that's standing in the way of them and you, and we just release freedom, Father God, that even as they want to experience gratitude and they want to be grateful and thankful, I just pray, Father God, that from today, it will flow freely. Change and turn around their situation. Bring about breakthrough and victory in their situation. We declare this afternoon in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen.